Thank you for tuning in to the Growing Together in Christ podcast, where each week you and I take an intimate journey to strengthen our relationship with Christ. Every week, the podcast is an actual video that I recorded on Facebook earlier. Therefore, if you want to see the video, head right on over to Dr. Michelle White on Facebook. If not, enjoy the content here. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. White. I am so excited to have another opportunity this week to encourage you as you encourage me as we walk together with Christ. I want to share a humorous conversation that I had this week at church. It was Tuesday evening before the meeting that I attended and I was sitting at the table with two gentlemen that I highly respect and I have known for many years. They started talking about the NBA playoffs and I weighed in on what I thought. And for a moment, they were both a little speechless. As I looked at their faces, they kind of looked perplexed. Like, you know something about sports? And they even said that. They said, wow, you know about KD? You know about Milwaukee, you know about all these things. And I also shared that I know about other sports like football. What was interesting as I had that conversation with them was that I think there's a misconception sometimes that women don't know a lot about sports. And so we have a stereotype that sports are for men and shopping is for women. And so when you see women cross over, and I'm just saying a general stereotype, sometimes when you see women cross over into a knowledge base of sports, uh, because one of the gentlemen said, I would expect to have this conversation with your husband, but not necessarily with you. We begin to, as I said, stereotype people to fit into what our thinking may be about a certain topic. The other thing that was kind of interesting to me was the fact that I've known them for so long that that was a part of myself that I never really talked about and they really never saw and they were never exposed to. So as I was thinking about those two things, it led me directly to think about evangelism. In our world right now today, Sunday morning is the most segregated time that we see. Why is it that? Because not only do we have a denomination separation, so you'll have Methodist worshiping, you'll have Baptist, even Southern Baptist, you'll have cat, you'll have all sorts of different people worshiping at that 10 or 11 o'clock hour in their own so-called lane. In addition to the denomination breakdown, you also have either socioeconomic status breakdown or you will have race. So we could have a Caucasian church in the Upper Peninsula that's Southern Baptist and we can have the same Southern Baptist church service, but with a primarily African-American population in the city of Inkster. It's very segregated how our society kind of views what happens during that morning time. I remember a church service a couple of weeks ago where my pastor actually encouraged us to continue to invite people that don't look like us. He reminded us during that sermon 
that heaven is going to be a mixture of all different types of people. And so you should get used to heaven right now and invite people. And his heart and his goal for our specific little church is that we resemble heaven in the makeup of the people, that we can worship with a multitude of different types of races, socioeconomic status, and we are focused on one goal, and that is to bring praise and glory to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why did I say that what my funny story reminding of evangelism is because I believe that we do that when it comes to following the Great Commission. God's word in Matthew 28, 19, specifically, Jesus is telling his disciples, go and make disciples of the nations. Now, listen to his word. It has to be understood that Jesus did not give the command to only make disciples within their own little city, in their own little viewpoint of what they can see, or make disciples of those you feel comfortable with. So as I take a self-inventory, and I hope you take this self-inventory with me, I think I have failed. And let me tell you why. Remember the first thing I said about my conversation with the two gentlemen that I respect. I did not fit their stereotype of a person that would talk about sports. So as I look at the makeup of my Southern Baptist Church, I only see a certain color or I may only see a certain uh, gender, or I may see a certain type of family. So when I'm encouraged to go out and invite people to church, I'm actually looking for people that fit the stereotype that I have already created. So the stereotype I need to step out of, I need to understand that God did not in his word give qualifiers of who I'm supposed to go and talk to. Remember, Jesus said to the disciples, go, go and make disciples. There wasn't a qualifier. Now, I want you to go and I want you to go to West Bloomfield. I want you to go to Taylor. I want you to go to that place. And when you get there, I want you to find only these people. He said of all the nations. And so if it's all the nations, wouldn't that mean for me that I need to step out of that stereotype of thinking that only a certain person or certain families would feel comfortable. Now I have to tell you, that was my excuse. My excuse was, I don't think they're going to feel comfortable coming here if they don't fit the stereotype. But who am I kidding? I don't think I would feel comfortable. And that's where we have to get real. And that's where we have to get honest with ourselves and say, Lord, forgive me for having a stereotype about who can come into your house. Who can come into your church? Because here's the bottom line. If a person needs Jesus, they need Jesus. It doesn't matter if they need Jesus in the West Bloomfield Church or they need it in the Inkster Church or they need it in the Taylor Church or they need it in the Port Huron Church or the Grand Rapids Church. They need a personal relationship with Christ. And who am I to say who fits and who doesn't? So listen to the second part of where I want to encourage you today about evangelism. 
So going back to my example about the conversation about sports, remember I said how I had a long relationship with these two gentlemen that I respect. Our relationship has intertwined to the point where our families have gone out together. Our kids have played together. Our kids have grown up together. We have been at each other's celebrations, uh, sad times. We've been there as a support for one another. So if they know me, why wouldn't they know that part of me? Because I didn't share that part. There are certain hidden parts about us that sometimes people find out about by accident or find out in a funny way like this. How does that relate to evangelism? I have to tell you, I have some family members that I may have presented the gospel to once or twice. And because they slammed the door in my face 10 years ago, when I see them now, I hug them, I love them, but I don't keep pursuing them with the vigor that I once did. Now, interesting statistic. It takes between seven to nine, 10 times for someone to hear the gospel message and then accept Christ as their personal savior. What if I happen to be number two in my family members hearing of the gospel and because I decided that they slammed the door in my face that I wasn't going to present it anymore because I quote unquote knew them very well and I watched them and knew who they were. How do I know that seven, eight, nine more times God would have given the increase? Now I want to make sure you understand something very important. We are not the ones that do the conversion of the person. We are just the vehicle that God chooses at that moment, like Esther, for a certain period of time to use to bring them to his son, to bring him to the knowledge of the Savior. So don't get it twisted that we have some power to convert people to Christianity, that we have some power that when we speak the word of God, which is very powerful, only God can give that increase. But I want to be an obedient vessel. I want to be an obedient vehicle that presents the gospel. And what if I was that seventh time and then on the eighth time they heard it, God gave that increase and their eyes were opened. And now for the first time, they have a relationship with Jesus Christ. We have to get out of the mold of thinking that we, quote unquote, know people. We have to remove the stereotypes from our mind of who can be invited to our churches. And we have to get out of the stereotype that the gospel can only be presented when we feel comfortable to people that we're comfortable with. God calls us to be uncomfortable in this world. Remember, he tells us that we live in the world, but we're not to be of the world. And so at no time do we ever want to get comfortable with the world and with the stereotypes. And so for me today, I am throwing out the stereotype. So I thank God for allowing me to see through a humorous example about sports that I'm falling short with evangelism. I want to encourage you today, throw away the stereotype. Go out today, this is your charge, and find someone 
who doesn't fit the mold of what you would typically talk to and tell them about Christ. One seed planted at a time will make a difference. Until next time. I'm so glad that you chose to listen to today's podcast on growing together in Christ. My prayer for you is that something resonated in the podcast slash video that you will be able to implement in your life today. If you want to see the actual video, you can view it on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Dr. Michelle White, Michelle with one L. Until next time.